0: I'm Matthias Spiegel. And I'm Ronald Donaldson. And welcome to another episode of But But That's a a Different different Story. Where we bring you stories so cheesy, you'll think you were watching a heart-melting Richard Curtis rom-com about a Green Bay Packers fan falling for a Swiss prince. That's right, Matthias. And speaking of falling, I
1: fell down a rabbit hole the other day.
0: Not like last time, I hope. It took a team of hunting dogs to find you.
1: I'll always be a Warren Stan but I'm talking about a YouTube rabbit hole.
0: That sounds even worse. Don't worry, I found enough
1: dogs befriending horses' conspiracy videos to last a lifetime. This time, it was cooking videos. As you know, I've been doing more cooking these days.
0: That's right, we did bury the lead there. As our listeners know, we're still in the pandemic lockdown, and I'm not talking about the time I held a shingles mixer in my building. That's where I exposed the single residents of my building to shingles and hoped to spark some immunity and romance along the way.
1: We're all confined to our homes, which means less restaurant time and more rest in your haunt time.
0: And speaking of haunts, I'm scared we'll never get to today's story. Then let's get to it in a story we're calling Cook Who's Who's Talking.
1: It was early on in the pandemic when panic set in. Just as the governor of New York held his first press conference, I jumped on Zoom to ask the hard-hitting questions, as any good journalist would do. I was able to set up my video with a background picture of my own face in case I needed to step away from the computer for a second, but I wasn't able to connect with the other Cuomo-sexuals or attend the briefing. I was mostly concerned about the food supply, especially who would supply me with food. My main source of meals was called Dishes on Fishes, a new service that provided aquarium shark exhibit grade sushi that was deemed too stinky for traditional fish markets. I recently learned Dishes on Fishes would pivot to only supplying backline workers, like U.S. Senators profiting off insider trading. Without my main source of food, I needed answers for how I was going to stay fed. And my automatic cat feeder was on the fritz, So I had to fend for myself. So I turned to YouTube and browsed the plethora of cooking channels to see if they could give me some culinary inspiration. Given my particular tastes, I browsed past the usual fare, your Bon Appetites, Tasties, Epicurei, Binging with Babishes, Food Wishes, Matty Mathesons, Delicious Dishes, Chef's Corners, Now We're Cookins, Stand the Heats, Reciples Me's, Moms on Noms, hungry home bodies, and yummy tummies. I eventually came across one cooking channel that caught my attention. The cook's recipes were simple yet complex. The ingredients were what you had in your cupboard and can only be found in exotic spice markets. The techniques were push-button easy and surgically precise. I wanted to learn more about this gutsy gourmand, so I slid into his DMs and set up an interview. Hello. Hello. Who's this? Uh, hi there. This is Ronald Donaldson of the podcast. But that's a different story. Uh, thank you oh, so much, Ronald. For,
0: beautiful to meet you. Uh,
1: beautiful to meet you too. Over the interwaves.
0: My name is Brain. Brain Formaggio. Brian Formaggio. You're a master chef, so it oh, seems. Oh, not Brian. Brain.
1: brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Brain. Formaggio. Like the thinking machine in your head. Yes. Yes, I believe I have one from that CAT scan I accidentally got.
0: Funny enough, uh, my name was supposed to be Brian, but uh, there was a typo in my birth certificate, and I just kind of went with it.
1: Your parents didn't mind, it seemed.
0: No, they're very, uh, go with the flow,
1: you know. I do know. And you certainly go with the flow in your cooking videos, which I would love to talk about today.
0: Oh, thank you. You found my YouTube.
1: Yes, I was browsing through a lot of cooking videos as we're all doing these days and it was really an inspiration, I have to say.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. What was uh what was your favorite one? Well, I think it was one
1: uh it was sort of it was dry turkey with indeterminate sauce, mashed oh. peas mm. and mashed potatoes.
0: One of my favorites, of course, of course. Well, Maybe you can explain a bit about your
1: cooking style and your cooking technique.
0: Well, let me start from the beginning. I was a contestant in a TV cooking game show called Highest Cook, where- Oh, yes, I've
1: heard about that. Um,
0: That's broadcast on some channels that are a little hard to get here in the States. You need one of the old TVs with the uh, dial and the bunny ears. And you have to position it right away, and it kind of comes in like a scrambled old porno feed. (laughs) I see. So this is uh, the highest... Big and...
1: Very big in Romania. In Romania. Is that where you're from? I notice you have an accent.
0: No, it's not. I'm from Europe. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) It's always nice to have a European
0: on the show. Yes, uh, quite rare. The old continent, as it were. Yes. The old continent that I call home. <laughs> That's wonderful. Are you are you uh, there currently? No, no. I'm in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Ah, yes. I was um, here researching some <coughs> land iguana recipes for my show, and uh, lo and behold, I got stuck at this Airbnb, which I decided to splurge for for my trip, and now I'm very much regretting that you're regretting splurging on an airbnb. Ah, uh, it's $500 a day and i can't really back out of it now.
1: Ah, yes, because we're all stuck at home.
0: That yes. is pretty extravagant. But yes. You seem to be very
1: very persistent on your cooking and it sounds like you really go the extra mile or kilometer when you are <laughs> uh, you. when you're researching, so that seems important to you.
0: Um. Yes, I try to. Uh. You know. I think that's what landed me the uh, the um, position in Highest Cook. Um, that and and I don't know if you're familiar with the show, but uh, what you do is you stand on top of very tall skyscrapers, and you have to cook very fast. Um, and I mean you can look down. They say very recommended to not look down. You know. Right. Uh. Because then you. Go all wobbly you vertigo um, a little crazy exactly um so we and yes i am very good with heights so uh i was able to climb up the rankings in the show very quickly uh and unfortunately i did lose and was only a runner-up uh, well that's too bad
1: but it sounds like a great experience how are the other contestants
0: um, I would say about, uh, mostly dead, um, oh. a high mortality rate on that show, or a low mortality. I'm not sure. High fatality. That's for sure. So a lot of high stakes, figuratively. Literally. <laughs> I beat you to it there. <laughs> now, it's not that the contestants got thrown
1: off the buildings if they lost.
0: Is that the case? No, no, no. They simply, it was, uh, you know, you have to sign many waivers Hmm. when you come on uh, that say, you know, a lot of it was the tightrope challenge where you have to fry an egg to perfection Mm -hmm. while walking a tightrope across two buildings. That sounds exceedingly difficult, but... Yes, well, the hard part is you have to hold the little candle... (laughs) above under the pan as you as you cross like you you have to do the whole thing by yourself wow um and you know you pour a little and have you tried cutting butter with your mouth on a tightrope it's not easy well not the tightrope part <laughs> <laughs> that sounds incredible it's uh, such an incredible
1: feat and it makes sense that you have to
0: sign some waivers Yes, thanks to my incredible feet. uh, They're like monkeys' feet. Uh, They are able to grab the tightrope very, very easily. And uh, not a problem for me. I see. So that's not the... In fact, I used my foot to cut the butter. That's how I did it. Oh, that cuts the mustard as well. Yes, very flexible. I see, and that must come in handy in a fast-paced kitchen. Yes, uh, I'm able to reach around... Um, grab a pot and a pan. Uh, I do, with my co-workers, I do a lot of the tap on the shoulder, but I'm standing on the other side of them, and it, then they look to their right, and I'm standing on their left, and they think it's a ghost. So I've kind of become known as the haunted chef. Oh, the haunted chef, that's a, that could be a whole separate YouTube series for you. <laughs> yes, I was thinking about it. I'm just waiting to get some uh, producers in.
1: Well, hopefully, after your stint on the highest chef you highest can, cook highest cook, you can maybe parlay that into another show, so you didn't yes. so you, you didn't lose on the tightrope egg walk, but you did lose you came as a runner up,
0: yes, I ran up to the podium to accept my reward <laughs> and uh but someone was already there. that was the last challenge was just purely a race I'm not sure whether that had to do with cooking but <laughs> <laughs> so I was not the fastest. Well, it's always a race Usain to the Usain Bolt out. actually won, which is surprising. Like, what can't that guy win? That's true. He's a, a superstar. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he cooks, though. That would be interesting. Uh, yes. Uh, Probably one-minute one th- grits. Exactly. Five-minute five minute rice. He's all about the speed with everything he does.
1: Wow. wow. Well, he's a, an Olympian, after all. <laughs> but you sound like an Olympic-style Chef, where did you learn your, your cooking
0: techniques? Oh, probably in the room, womb. Uh, in the womb? I In the womb. I popped right out and I said, Mama, have you tried fried placenta? It's mm, beautiful. Some butter? Mm. Uh, that's a real thing people do. Um, Is fried. And I. Fry placentas placenta. and eat them. Mm hmm. And I. And I whipped up with my newborn baby hands uh, <laughs> uh, a lovely dish uh, for my mama. I never had a papa, but uh, it never bothered me. Oh,
1: well, I'm sorry to hear that, but it sounds like you definitely came out ahead. And I it... did.
0: First we... the head, then, uh, <laughs> then the shoulders.
1: <laughs> and you were just ready to go, rearing and willing to be a chef right from the get-go.
0: Absolutely. Since it was just me and my mama, um, I did a lot of the cooking around the house growing up, out of necessity. Of course. Necessity. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, started off with uh, grilled cheese, fromage, mm-hmm. as we say. Um, uh... Peanut butter and jelly, mm. and then we slowly, as I grew older, my taste became how you say uh, expanded. Yes, and um, and I started uh, doing things like boiling peanuts. I'm you know? sorry, say that again. Boiling peanuts. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> boiling
1: peanuts like peanuts and cracker jacks.
0: Yes. I never made the Cracker Jack. I don't know how to do that. Maybe a new recipe. Perhaps a for new video. Show. Yes. Oh, so yes, uh, yes. <clears throat> my mother was a railway worker, and she would come home always with the soot on her. And so I'd say, wash up, Mama. I have a beautiful meal for you. And she said, not peanut butter jelly again. Can you not you learn to make a better food? I said, "Mama, I slave all day working over this hot <coughs> butter, and bread basket for you. Uh, can you not appreciate it?" And she never did. So um, I left when I was uh, fourteen to make it on my own mm-hmm. uh, to prove her that I could be a or that I could be a good cook, and um, mostly out of spite. I I make the bad food with her, she gives me guff, and then I go and I become great chef just to spite her.
1: I see. Well, you you didn't have to wait for guff to become a man. (laughs) There was no waiting for guffman there.
0: (laughs) You had it and you went out (laughs) and became a man all your own. I did. Uh, I started in uh, Burger King. Um, actually, I was the cheese chopper. The cheese chopper? Many people don't know this, but at the Burger King, what you do is you get a big bed sheet worth of cheese Uh, delivered. Twin size? Full? Queen? California. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. And, uh, and it all comes up in one. They roll it out, um... And it comes in a box the size of a mattress, or uh, <laughs> well, which sure. makes sense. If the mattress is the size of a box, and <laughs> the box is the size of a mattress. Yeah. Um, so then it's my job to take the big sheet, and uh, you go at it with scissors, mm-hmm. and you cut the cheese into slices. That's where they come from.
1: You know, mm-hmm. we we here in America have very little idea of where our food comes from. So that's true. This is very enlightening to us.
0: Yes, in Europe, you know, it's a monarchy, so the king is king. That's why there's a. We had no McDonald's where I grew up. Only the king. Ah, yes.
1: We have a old man McDonald's, and he worked on a farm.
0: <laughs> yes, I've heard many stories. But unlike
1: you, you live. Yes, you said under a monarchy, and you all have to serve the king. Is so that must be a customary sort of rite of passage for all. Aspiring chefs.
0: It was. It was. Um, but, actually, I can tell you this. Uh, I believe what is a Statue of Limitations, um, they actually erected for me after I overthrew the king. You staged a coup. A coup. A who? A- Bless you. <laughs> uh, uh, cool. Yes, I... I, I overthrew the monarchy, uh, because I was sick of my cheese slice, cheese slicing job, and uh, I wanted something more. I wanted a better, and not just one restaurant for all, but all restaurants for me.
1: You wanted to expand your, not just your skills, not just your position, but your, you wanted to start an empire. Yes. Of all restaurants... Call me Cookie. Uh, uh, well, Taraji, I like that reference. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you want to start uh, your Cookie Empire, your Empire of restaurants? How did you How did you go jump so far ahead in your skills? in your in your place as a chef
0: well I started watching um, videos uh, on the internet um, that led me down a road of self-discovery and um, you know watching these workout videos uh, really like bulks me up so I was literally able to overthrow the king
1: I see, so this was not only your first sort of foray into the world of restaurant empiredom, but also in the world of internet videos.
0: yes, um, so once I did that uh i no one none of the other revolutionaries really knew uh what to do with themselves, so I said everyone you get a restaurant and you get a restaurant and you get a restaurant uh, very oprah and um And it started uh, uh, a new, but uh, unfortunately, I had, after I had been doling out these restaurants, I realized there was none for me. Oh, that's tragic. So I moved to America and that's where I uh, enlisted for Top Highest Cook. Oh,
1: Top Highest Cook, that's, yes, the American spinoff of Highest Cook. We, of course, need to do things just a little bit more.
0: Mm-hmm. So we
1: had a top to it. So you're reinventing yourself in a new land. That must yes. have been scary and a bit intimidating.
0: Yes. Well, um, I I realized that uh, perhaps the competitive market was not for me. I'm a peaceful man.
1: <laughs> but you were still bulked up. <laughs> You, you've renounced the old ways when you were maybe 93% lean, beating up the kings. You came to America, maybe got a little softer.
0: <laughs> yes, a little doughy. I see, and so you wanted to change. So I started uh, my own YouTube channel.
1: Right, your own YouTube channel, which, is, which brought me to you here today. And I would love to talk about it because you have such... Great recipes, and they're pretty unique, unique, I think.
0: Yes, um, I've been dabbling. I've been doing a lot of foam. That is the hot thing right now. So um, I use, uh, try to get the softest, um, you know, deconstructed. So I'm going Lisa, I'm going Casper, um, just to get, and I have yet to find the perfect texture, Hmm. but I'm only using the highest quality uh, ingredients for my Foam recipes that uh, you know, Tempur-Pedic. I hmm. think has been the best one so far. Okay. Um, but yes, with some flavoring, um, a little chicken salt and uh, sage.
1: Mmm. <laughs> my mouth is watering, and my back is feeling good just thinking about it. Sweating. This. <laughs> <laughs> And what's so great I is I suffer
0: that... from sweat back, too. Well, sorry. Very... <laughs> I, su- I suffer from a sweaty back, too. Yes, yes. And,
1: well, that brings me to uh, my next question is, how do you do the cooling element? Because this can serve, be served hot or cold, your your foam.
0: Well, that's the thing. When it's hot, it's big and nice and soft. When it's cold, it's small and very hard. So I breathe hot. <sighs> on it and uh that kind of opens up the aromas of it and allows the chicken salt and sage to seep in really to the core of it hmm now
1: this is these are things that a lot of i think amateur chefs don't think about is how to really infuse those those ingredients those flavors Mm -hmm. so what's another one of your recipes that you you like that you're experimenting with
0: i've been experimenting with air Air, yes, um, flavored air, yes, is my yes. thing, yes. So, um, I've have yet to bottle it. It's more of just I smell something and I say, mmm, That is delicious smelling, but then it goes away, so it's very hard to capture, very hard to sell. But I'm t- currently trying to market flavored air
1: yeah i really enjoyed your earlier video uh where you just take a, a hair dryer and stick it in open your mouth and you know yes just um, stick it in your I mouth rather... and eat that i think that was almost like an early attempt at that
0: it was uh another one that i've been exper- like uh, that i think i've almost perfected is um, turning on a heater for the first time in a long time, and you get that kind of burnt dust smell. I mean, everyone knows it. It's so familiar. Yes. It... But any, the first cold day of winter, you, you turn on your heater and you go, oh, that smell. But it brings you right back.
1: It does, to those childhood days when you almost ate a heater. <laughs> you were just so hungry.
0: <laughs> um... Yes, and, and uh, a- another good one is Fly in Lightbulb.
1: <laughs> that's one of your more <laughs> popular videos, is that correct?
0: It has been, yes. And that's the thing with my videos, you really have to let your imagination run wild because you obviously can't breathe my creations through the video, you know, much like you cannot eat a delicious meal. From a video, but you can make it. I show you how to cre- recreate these experiences for yourself. Right, and
1: you do start off every video with that sort of disclaimer that don't try to eat the video, don't try to
0: yes sniff and through actually, it. I, there's an extensive 29-page-long uh, agreement before you subscribe or watch any videos on my YouTube, just to get all the legal things out of the way. Yes, yes, all
1: those terms and conditions. I I mm-hmm. signed a few of them. <laughs>
0: good good <laughs> but yeah so uh i have not yet gotten how do you say um viewers but uh, uh you say it as viewers <laughs> viewers yes um but i think it's on the precipice and i'm this close to um uh monetizing my youtube
1: well that would if you could get maybe some partnerships some sponsorships i think that would go a long way is there any company or any product that you think you could use in one of your recipes that would really help push you into the more popular category
0: peloton perhaps
1: <laughs> it's very popular now the the at home bike exercise equipment peloton yes. and you would want to use that
0: i think uh, something i can do that i've been maybe Dabbling in, uh, and also dabbing in is, uh, sweat-based meals. Like our backs. Yes, like our backs. Exactly. Um, so I'm trying to create new sauces and flavors with different kinds of sweat. There's a flap sweat <coughs> fricassee that I've been working on. Um, a nervous sweat, <coughs> uh, gnocchi. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, uh, pan-fried perspiration. Ooh. Um, you know, things of the such, and you get a different kind of flavors from different kinds of sweats. You know, a workout on a bike is a different sweat than, uh, you know, a feverish sweat. That
1: the possibilities seem almost endless.
0: Yes, and and each sweat provides its own specific kind of flavor.
1: Now that's an untapped market right there. That sounds it is. really good.
0: So, yes, if I can get in uh with a workout like a Peloton or, you know, uh George Foreman ab machine. Um, I'm sure that exists somewhere. <laughs> what am I thinking? Uh, you know, um Billy Blank, you know, come at come come come, come at me, me ab, video. Yeah. Come at me, bro. <laughs> uh I'm sure there's other. I'm trying to remember the guy who does the gazelle. Tony, Timmy something.
1: Let's just call him Timmy Gazelle.
0: (laughs) Timmy Gazelle. Yes, please, slide into my DMs. Well, I'm getting
1: hungry just thinking about all this. And I might try to whip up one of your recipes,
0: you know, right now. Well, let me tell you, Ronald. Check your mail. I've already sent you something. My goodness, this
1: is so exciting. Now, do you mean my email or my physical mail?
0: Your physical mail. I decided to put more stress on the essential workers delivering packages right now by bottling some of my own back sweat and <gasps> sending it to you. Oh, my goodness. This is incredible. So wh- You're welcome. <laughs> thank-, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I was waiting for it. You delivered. You beat so. me to it again. <laughs> I said I'm the fastest. That's true.
1: Well, I'm going to use that. Uh, what's, what's a good way that I can use that?
0: Just pour it into <sighs> some cereal? Or like... The world is your salty oyster. Interesting. So maybe some oysters?
1: You know, <laughs> I've been meeting to get out of my apartment and see some sunlight after a few months. I think I'll go down to the shore and shuck some oysters. Ah, wonderful, tell me how it goes. I absolutely will, and I hope to catch up with you again and learn some more scrumptious, delicious recipes.
0: Thank you very much, Brian Formaggio. Thank you, Brain Formaggio. (laughs) Right, of course. And be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel that I never said the name of. Well, we're not big on plugs here.
1: Uh, you can feel free to try and slip it in if you want. I'm good. Okay. Well, for, I'm Ronald Donaldson, and thanks again for But That's a Different Story.